dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Welcome to Thursday. Hope you're all doing well. Me, I'm doing okay. I'm in the middle of doing two things, reading Blades in the Dark and converting some original Gangbusters material over to Gangbusters BX, which is kind of easy. It's just a matter of converting stat blocks. Everything else is is golden, which is okay. Sometimes that's what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? And it gives me a little handy-dandy conversion chart in the in the uh, ready ref sheets he's released for Gangbusters, which we'll, f- we'll find on Drive-Thru RPG, I believe. I'm not sure. I don't know if they were... I'm not sure if he... If it was a Drive-Thru he gave me those to, to prove or something. But that's what I've been doing. But, you know, something like this, converting something to BX is just a no-brainer. I eyeball a lot of stuff. I feel this should be this way. Sometimes I use the conversion to go, no, 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 that's not right, that's not right. This has got to be this way. So that's that's the whole, you know, like I said, or I've said before, game, game mastering, is a, it's not a science, it's an art. More like a craft, I guess. Speaking of craft, I've been getting pretty crafty myself, making stuff. But that's neither here nor there. So today we have some stuff to talk about, and I've got an email coming up right after this. All right. So, I have an email from Mark C. Walring of the Yawning Owlbear podcast. My throat seems to be failing me for some reason, but I will persevere. So, go ahead, Mark. Glenn, it's Mark. Yeah, I sympathize with you wholeheartedly about the no-shows and the game cancellation. I've had weeks of those in the past including months of just where games have just been canned with little to no actual notice or reason. Um, as far as system complications, yeah, I think one that stands out in my mind was Call of Cthulhu. I, I want to play one. I want to even run one. But when I look through the rule books, to me, at least for a regular Cthulhu, it just doesn't seem like my cup of tea. Now, Pulp Cthulhu is a little more action-oriented, but the rules and the calculation system is, I don't know, to me it just seems more intimidating than actual fun. Um, but one day, I'll give it a shot. But that's all I wanted to say. Uh, take it easy, man. Keep up the good work. Have a good one. Thank you, Mark. I'm glad you sympathize. I mean, it's going to happen to everybody or anybody who runs a game, but sometimes it happens like that. You get a long dry spell just because circumstances, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's just the way life goes sometimes. Now, as far as complications go, I find it interesting you said Call of Cthulhu because now I'm not speaking for the current edition, which I have not seen, but... I understand it's not too far from the the usual ones, editions one through six, but I always found it kind of easy. Basic role-playing is all percentile-based, and I've always liked the unique way that you, you advance in the game instead of experience points. They have their own way of doing it, but to me, it's just rolling under a percentile for everything, and so that's, you know, you know, one man's meat's another man's poison. So, uh, good luck with that. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if you need any help, let me know. 
Uh, but thank you. Thank you for the email, Mark. I really appreciate it. Okay, now this show is going to be a more about organization. I've talked about this before, the electronic for, the electronic solution and other things like that. But for some reason, I just got to sit here and write stuff down. I've got OneNote, and it's nice. It's great to keep stuff in there to run on the fly. But I've found that unless I'm carrying my tablet, that doesn't work for me any as much as it used to because I can't. It's hard for me to read my phone and keep the pace going if it's on my phone because that's usually where it is. I don't take a laptop, and I only take my tablet once in a while. And if I'm using my tablet. If it's gangbusters, I'm usually using it for music and sound effects. So there's that. So I still have a GM book for gangbusters that I write in. And I do transfer a lot of the material to OneNote just so I have it. I always have it because that's the, the upside of that is I'm not always going to have this book. But I look through this book. My, my When I go to a game... When I go to a game, my the stuff I always take with me as far as if I'm running the game, aside from my dice and the rule book, of course, is my GM's book, which has the usually has the adventure or a published adventure, whatever. I usually have a I usually get a PDF of the published adventure too, so I can cut, make a copy and I can write in it. And I take that, and then I take a pad of graph paper. You know, it's just like. A, a pad of paper, like you know, like a legal pad or something like that. Only it's 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 graph, because and all my and all my compo books, all my GM books are graph paper, just because it's handy in case I have to draw a map or a dungeon or something. It's handy to have that way. And I write everything down in there, and I have taken since I found the bullet journal method. Oh my 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 late limited bullet journal. I don't know where are the. I stopped using it. I it was I can't personally or my personal organization skills are nil as far as like, you know, okay, this is what we're doing today. Da, 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 that kind of thing. I'm sure I can get better, but it wasn't helping, so I stopped doing it. And I started writing writing game stuff in there, which is okay because you can use a bullet journal. But at the same time, I've used bullet journal techniques for my GM book now. Now Every one of them has an index, and I number the pages when I go, as I go through them. So I can go back to the index and put, okay, this is on page such and such and such and such. It works great for people who can't have a trouble organizing like I do, which I really do. Because then I could just go, okay, where did I write that thing? Okay, there it is, fine. And then I go to the page. That's a way to keep track of it. But at the same time, I found I find other things around. I make I've told you before. I made these little these little like graph paper half sheet twelve page twelve page books blank books just to write an adventure just to put one adventure in that I use like at conventions or something where I'm going going somewhere when I don't have my book and if I I know I'm going to be there and doing this. I, I take that, but there again, got all these, got all these 
these papers all over the place. This is this is what I'm talking about, corralling everything. And I know eventually, I'm not ready to do it yet, because I'm still, you know, getting the Gangbusters campaign going. Um, I'm just trying to reduce the page flipping, if you know what I mean. Because if I have the scenario on one side, and then five pages back, I've got the bad guy stats, which I do in here. You know, it's it's kind of it's kind of hard. And as I'm defining Rock Junction for this world, I'm doing the bullet journal thing. But I know eventually I'm going to grab a fresh compo book and go, okay, let's put all this information, let's organize this into, especially if you have your own campaign world and you just start writing stuff down in your compo book. First of all, I would say index it like, like a bullet journal. You don't have to do bullets or anything like that, but you do. Have, you should index them, number the pages, and index them. And eventually, you know, you go, but you'll have all sorts of stuff all over the place. You know, what town is this? Who's the mayor of that town? That thing, that 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 this, that, and the other. Now you can also cross-reference the index too. That's possible. With the bullet journal, also talks about little icons you can put. Okay, this belongs to that. I mean, don't get ridiculous like I did. I put one for every game system and everything. I think that's part of the reason why it failed for me. But you can, you know, you just you just write in it. Just just cross reference thing. Okay, if you got these NPCs who are part of this this business in town, in this town, so you can write it all over the place. But as long as you like cross reference them, think cross referencing every time. Especially if you're getting ready to go to a game and run the game, I would cross-reference it. I know it's page flipping, but unless you want to make one of my little 8 to 12 page graph books, then it, it, it really behooves you to do that. But I'm all for taking your comp, taking your GM book every once in a while and say, okay, I got to organize this world. Let's grab all the papers and stuff and put it down in a compo book or a notebook or whatever you're using. And let's put a master index in there and just start doing that. Using your other GM book, your working GM book, <laughs> I'm holding it up like you can see me, your working GM book and keep doing what you're doing but have a master book where you're more organized, a little more organized. Because doing the bullet journal thing, it's it's kind of hard when you add a new area or add something new. Sometimes add, that's why you use your regular GM book for that if you're going to add something new. And there's going to come a time in your campaign, if you run it long enough, where this thing will get full. And this thing, or this thing will be full enough where you go, okay, I need a master. I need a, basically you need a Bible. You need a, a Bible for your world. Like they do in TV shows and movies and things like that. But TV shows, they have a Bible. So you have to use it for that. So I would go ahead and keep using, if you're, if you're a writer, a guy who has to write things down like me, use that. Plus you have a pad of graph paper there for temporary stuff. Okay, here's an NPC. I, he's going to get in a fight. I need an AC, hit points, and all that. So I can jot that down real quick. And nice thing about graph, graph paper is you can mark a, tick off hit points that way, which I often do. And so 
that's handy but you got to remember if you and and those kind of things you're never going to use this npc again just crumple it and throw it away you know you can you can adjust it later uh, and if he you know i'd hang on to the paper for like maybe one session to see if he shows up again or something if not if he's just some rabble you can go to the book and look up the stats in the back monster stats or whatever npc you'll have it there so you can throw that away so that's pretty much the way I, I'm trying to organize things, and it might help for you. So there you go. I got to start my day. So if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar@gmail.com, or you can give me a voicemail on Anchor. And we are monetized, so as little as ninety-nine cents a month. You too can help support this program, and I would thank you once again. Thank you, Jonathan Dorje, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Mark C. Walring, Gilbert Soros, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, and Dan Craig for supporting me. Dan Craig's podcast is the Jung Grognar Podcast, Y-U-N-G, and Mark C. Walring's is the Yawning Albear Podcast here on Anchor. And thank you for the email again. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.